Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for February 23rd, 2021. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com and also my other podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA, and we'll be doing another one uh, on Thursday, and that's myself and Schwan Humes. Okay, got one new WWE video up on the blog. It's from last night's Raw. It is... um, uh, uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Charlotte Flair and Asuka. There's a non-title match. And of course, after last week's, when uh, Lacey Evans announced her pregnancy, the WWE basically said nothing about a replacement for Asuka's opponent at Elimination Chamber. And then just before the show, they just announced there wouldn't be a match, which, you know... Should have done something. I mean, really. I mean, either announce it last week that they weren't going to do anything, or I mean, I know what they're going to do. They're obviously going to split Oscar and Charlotte up, and then they're going to have a match at WrestleMania. Okay. I mean, it's pretty obvious what they're going to do. So that's what uh, last night's match was. Is the beginning of that. So the match itself is not noticeable, notable for much of anything, uh, except that towards the end of the match, Shayna legit. Uh, knocked uh, Asuka's tooth out with a kick. Now, as tough as she may behave, as she may act, Shayna is well aware that she's not supposed to do stuff like that. Okay? And first of all, Asuka's going to be headed to a dentist this week. Secondly, uh, there will be a receipt. Okay? I'm aware of one occasion where this has happened when, during Asuka's time in the WWE, okay? I'm not going to say when it was. I'm not going to say who it was. And I'm not going to say where it was. I'm just going to say I am aware of one occasion when this has happened. Asuka would never initiate something like that herself because she's, she just she knows how to do things properly and she can't make those, she doesn't make those kind of mistakes, Okay? You know, and but you know, she has retaliated to that sort of thing before, just once that I'm aware of. It might have happened at other times, but I am aware of one particular time when she did retaliate for that sort of thing. And uh, but I'm not, and I know who it was, and I know what happened, and I know why it happened, but it's never been revealed, and I'm not going to get into it, you know, because I don't want to open a can of worms, right? Okay, and so uh, after once after right after that happened, they went to the finish where Charlotte accidentally kicked Asuka, and she got pinned by Nia Jax. Okay, so afterwards, you know, Charlotte tries to help Asuka up, and Asuka is pissed with her. Okay, so that's the beginning of the split, and then later on in the show, Charlotte yelled at her dad. I mean, she didn't yell at her; she bawled him out. You know, and and. If that's the end of that, then we can start with the split, okay, and and take it from there, you know, fine. And and but I thought that you know uh, uh, people are asking me about uh, what's Oscar going to do. I said, well, she'll go to the dentist for one thing, and she will leave a receipt, okay. I guarantee you, it, she will leave a receipt. You know, Oscar is a very nice person, okay. That's what they all say about her backstage that she's very nice but i listen she will do something if she gets pissed off about something 
right? It's not, it's not the first time. I'm aware of one other occasion where it did happen. All right. Anyways, that video is up on the blog, so be sure to check that out. Uh, other than that, uh, one thing I did want to make mention is that as of tomorrow night, NXT will air live in Canada on Sportsnet 360. This is something that's long, long overdue. It should have happened last fall, and I, I just don't know why it didn't. Hey, what I was doing is I was uh, getting uh, uh, the uh, live uh, feed from, uh, you know, an illegal stream and then using Roku to put it to my TV. But now I don't have to do that anymore. As far as that AEW Women's uh, uh, um, champ, uh, Championship Contender Tournament, uh, I didn't mention anything about that last week. I watched the Japanese matches and they were okay, but nothing special and there were no surprises. Uh, in the results from last uh, from last night, they did have, uh, uh, you know, uh, Yuka Sakazaki uh, beat Sakura Emi and uh, uh, Asia Kong lose. So, um, I mean, I guess those are surprises. But I mean, most the problem is they're not doing enough of this on Dynamite so that people are going to notice. They don't get it. Fans do not watch this stuff on YouTube, or at least not enough fans watch it on YouTube, okay? Or Bleacher Report, or whatever the hell they're putting it. Fans will not, wa not enough fans will watch it. So why are they doing it? It's like I told, uh, told my friend Charlie. He asked me about it, and I said, so look it, it's one thing to make a big announcement about something. It's another thing to turn it into a big deal. And they just don't have the TV time to do it properly. That's really what it comes down to. And, you know, that's it. And, and uh, you know, I just don't think it's going to be the big deal that they think it'll be, you know. All right. Let's go on to the UFC. We had uh, two UFC matches on Saturday. And uh, both of the videos of those matches are up on my blog. The first one had, um, this was the co-main event, is at uh, Bantamweight, um, uh, kind of Yana Kunitskaya uh, won over Ketlin Vieira by unanimous decision, and this that this was an awful decision. The judging was inept. This this particular match, I don't usually call stuff robberies or stuff like that, but this match was as close to a robbery that I've seen in the last ten years. Okay. I can't, I, I can tell you the last time I saw something this bad, you know, judging this bad, but it was a long time ago, okay? Like, this was awful. Okay, so let me explain it to you, explain to you how, how, what happened and how the judging worked and all that sort of thing so that you understand what I'm talking about, okay? So, uh, um, Ketlin won the first round, okay? Uh, mostly with, uh, um, uh, uh, ground control, okay? She's trying for submissions and stuff like that. Wasn't able to get it. But here's the thing. Two of the judges scored the round for Ketlin. The third judge scored it for Yana. Nobody thought Yana won that round. What the hell are they talking about? In the second round, uh, Ketlin initiated a takedown, but she wound up on the bottom. Now, after going for a couple of submissions, and Michael Bisping mentioned this on the broadcast, she really needed to get out from under, okay? And she didn't do that. And that was a mistake. And as a result, 
Yana won that round. All three judges gave it to her. So in the third round is where I really have a big problem with the judging, okay? Uh, Yana had ground control for the majority of the round, okay? Uh, sorry, Ketlin had uh, control for the majority of the round. Until the last 30 seconds, when Yana reversed it and uh, busted, uh, busted uh, Ketlin open with an elbow, okay? So, I scored that match for Ketlin based on, you know, the majority of the time having ground control, okay? Two of the three judges scored the round for Yana, okay? And actually, the, the, the same judge that scored round one for Yana scored round three for Ketlin. So we actually got that right, okay? So what we, we call that in the business round stealing, okay? And I'm totally against round stealing, all right? And it doesn't even make any damn sense, okay? Ketlin got no credit for trying for submissions from the bottom in round two, Okay, which actually she didn't deserve. But then in round three, you completely ignore that she had top control for four and a half minutes. You know, it doesn't make any damn sense. Okay, it's inept judging. All right, Ketlin won that fight, basically stolen by just awful judging. And we'll talk about this later on Thursday. All right, because there's no fucking way Yana won that fight. All right. The other fight was uh, pretty much went like you expected. Uh, Casey O'Neill um, uh, beat uh, Shanna Dobson uh, with a second round TKO, and we ha I hadn't seen Casey before this fight. She's from Scotland. She grew up in Australia. She trains with Tiger Muay Thai in Thailand, five and zero. Oh, but I hadn't seen her on tape or anything like that. Uh, so. Uh, she was probably what I expected. She's very aggressive. She's a good striker. Uh, Shanna just couldn't compete with her. And in round two, she eventually got the ref to stop it. So that was the end of that. Okay? All right. So uh, we'll talk about these matches in, uh, further, but I don't think there's that much else to say. Now, this Saturday, we have uh, three matches on uh, the UFC show. Now, the interesting thing about it is um, two of these matches were added at the last minute. Okay, so the first one, which is on the main card, it is at Flyweight. It is Montana De La Rosa uh, versus Mera Buena Silva. And this shouldn't be on the main card. It's really a, um, a preliminary. They're both at this point kind of on the lower mid card. But I don't know. Uh, Montana, uh, we've seen her before. She's from Texas. She, her husband is a fighter as well. She trains at Elevation in Denver. Uh, she just hasn't looked that good. I think she's four and two in the UFC, but I just haven't been impressed with her uh, whatsoever. And she used to be a strawweight, but she's now a flyweight. Uh, Mayra is from Brazil. She was in the Brazilian uh, Dana White Contender Series uh, in uh, a match where she beat Jillian Robertson. She blew out her knee. Now she's returned and she's gone one-on-one uh, -on -one since her return. Um, again, uh, the kind of competition she's been facing uh, you know, it's hard to tell if she's really any good or not. Uh, you know, this is kind of a mid-card fight, so I, I fully expect, um, I fully expect, uh, you know, that it'll be a competitive fight. But I would expect Mayra to win. Okay, that's my own feeling. 
Okay, so we got two other fights. These are both fights that were added last week. Like, <laughs> okay, uh, the first one is on the main card. It is at uh, Strawweight, Angela Hill versus Ange Ange Ashley Yoder. So, so you may recall that back in December, Angela was supposed to fight Tisha Torres and she got pulled due to COVID-19. And Tisha uh, won her fight over newcomer Sam Hughes. So Angela wanted, you know, still to fight Tisha. And Tisha doesn't want to fight her anymore. So they had kind of an exchange on Twitter, which was kind of comical, especially on Tisha's end. It's all, say, you beat a scrub, somebody who doesn't really belong in the UFC, and all of a sudden you're a contender, right? You know, it's just absurd. So I don't blame Angela for being upset about this because really that would still be an appropriate matchup to have, okay? Even if, you know, Tisha wants to play games now. All right, so instead she's fighting Ashley Yoder and it's probably not going to be as good a fight as it would have been with Tisha. Angela, she's basically a kickboxer, okay? Really has no ground game. She doesn't seem to have any desire for it when... Uh, you know, when she was beaten by uh, an opponent's uh, uh, superiority on the ground, she complained about hugging, okay? So she doesn't understand the significance of ground, the ground game anyway. So the one thing Ashley has going for her is she can work on the ground. So if she can get Angela on the ground, she might be able to beat her. But I don't know if she can do that, all right? That's the only problem. So... I would favor Angela because I think she's a better striker. But if Ashley could get her down, she might be able to do something with her. I don't know. All right. The other fight, which is at apparently bantamweight. Bantamweight. That, I would have thought this was at flyweight. But anyway, we'll check on that uh, towards the end of the week. Anyways, this was announced last week. It, was at, it says here it's at bantamweight. But it's uh, Alexis Davis versus Sabina Mazo. Um, Alexis is a veteran fighter. She uh, is from uh, Port Colbert, Ontario, and she has uh, been training for years at uh, uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu in uh, Lodi, California. That's the Diaz brothers, right? Okay. Um, she really hasn't, you know, she's been a title contender in the past, but she really hasn't looked sharp since she's returned from pregnancy. So, uh, you know, she's 36 years old. Maybe it's time to retire. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, Sabina is a much younger fighter. She's uh, from Colombia. Um, she trains at King's MMA in Huntington Beach, California. Um, she made her name in the LFA, you know, with head kicks and stuff like that. Uh, she didn't look so good in her first fight in the UFC. She's actually improved a little bit. So uh, I would favor her. But as I said, it says here bantamweight but i think this fight is it is that flyweight okay so that's going to be on saturday uh we'll talk about these fights a little uh on thursday's podcast as well now one other big news that i wanted to mention and that's that uh it's being reported that invicta fc is no longer to be broadcast on um ufc fight pass and apparently for the near future they will be broadcasting on YouTube, okay? Now, they got to figure out a way to make money out of this because they were getting paid to be on UFC Fight Pass. 
But um, the situation is different from uh, when they were uh, first started because there are now more outlets for them to get um, to uh, uh, get some uh, revenue going on uh, a pay-per-view model. And uh, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to uh, talk about this in more detail on um, on uh, Thursday's podcast. Uh, I'm going to have something a little more detailed in, in that regard. I already know what I'm going to say, but... Uh, uh, Shu Harada, who's a uh, fight manager, he mentioned that uh, because uh, um, um, Invicta has left UFC Fight Pass, uh, UFC has asked uh, LFA to have at least two women's matches on each of their shows. So apparently, apparently they were getting good numbers from the Invicta shows, but they may not have thought that it was worth uh, paying more than what they were paying already. Okay, that would be my guess. But... Uh, doing it on YouTube probably isn't going to work very well. Anyway, that's about it for today. Uh, again, uh, don't forget to check out my blog, frankp316.blogspot.com for those videos. Also, my other podcast, The Big Topic of Women's MMA, doing another one with Schwan Humes on Thursday. If you have any questions or comments for my blog or either my podcast, you can leave them on Anchor's voicemail. And if you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do so at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.